0: people. Welcome back to another episode of A Breath of Fresh, Dan. I'm your host, Dan, like you all know. Um, On this episode, we're going to talk a a little bit about, you know, prepping Um, for any reason whatsoever. Uh, A lot of people, you know, they do apocalyptic prepping, you know, like zombie apocalypse. And, you know, I've done my fair share of, Zombie Apocalypse Prepping, I I love it, it's fun, you know, it's entertainment, um, you know, we'll talk about a few things that you can do, um, when it comes to prepping, you know, of course, prep your food, prep prep your your ammo, prep your medical supplies and everything like that, you know, get a secured location, um, like, no matter where I live, I always have... general idea of what I'm going to be doing or what I can do to secure my area and fortify the building that I am at so that nothing could get in, you know, there's millions of different ways and millions of different ideas that you can do, you know, a lot of people, um, they prep for multiple things, uh, natural disasters. They prep for, believe it or not, they prep for war here in the U.S. Um, I've been there. I've done it. Um, I've gotten the training I needed to, you know, have myself prepared for such an event. You know, it'll most likely never happen in the United States. Uh, but it, there's nothing wrong with, you know, being I want to say physically capable of being able to prep and having yourself ready for anything that can happen Um, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about some of my ideas when it comes to uh, let's say a zombie apocalypse or just an apocalypse in general Um, you know like you could do all kinds of things me personally uh, I thought about going out and buying a uh, 12-foot section of fence, you know, 12 feet high, surround my entire compound with it, cement it into the ground, throw some uh, road barriers behind it, you know, those giant cement ones that are uh, on the highways and shit, uh, throw some barbed wire on the top, you know, it's just s- silly, stupid shit that you can do to fortify it your house, and everything around it, um, especially your doors, you know, your doors, your windows, you can put bars on them, you can, you know, have different things, um, but through my years, you know, of being fascinated with, you know, zombies, you know, playing all the video games of zombies and everything, I've learned different things on how to fortify and you know, how to adapt, as most people would say, to be able to have a compound that is 100% secure. But you can't really call it 100% secure because there's always another, I want to say a downside to it. You know, there's always going to be a nick in the armor somewhere that you don't see until you know, it's either too late, or you see it, and you have no way of getting material or anything to fix it, um, so a lot of people that I know, we run through those scenarios in our heads, you know, constantly, I know I do, um, on a daily basis, I do, you know, with just everyday life, okay, if this happens, how do I block off, uh, Access ways to get to where I'm at. You know, like the road that I I currently sit on. Um, it's one road. It's one road. It goes both ways. You know, cars come. You know, back and forth all the time. You know, let's say you wanted something did happen and you wanted to block that off. Wouldn't be too hard. You know, throw some cars on each side of the road. You know, leave yourself. A gap so that you can get out into the middle of the street or something like that. Um, but the biggest thing is, is like if you have a field or anything, that is what's going to be your most time-consuming thing to prep yourself for, uh, and to secure that in such a way to where you know nothing would be able to come and get to you from that point. Like, I have farmland in front of me, and behind me I have fields, and they're open. So, you don't necessarily have to put anything in those fields to stop anything from coming to you, but it would be beneficial, uh, even if it's not anything like cars or anything like that, anything that that causes... Um, whatever is coming your way to slow down, you know, so that you have a chance to do whatever that it is that you need to do, you know, to get yourself prepped up and ready, uh, but it, it's, it's just fun, you know, it, it's fun to sit back and write down ideas on everything that you could do to, you know, prep and get your area secure, I know me and my family have done it, Me, my mom, my dad, my sister, we've all sat down, you know, we've all had the same general topic, you know, we BS, we shot the shit, you know, and came up with good ideas, you know, because when something like that happens, you know, of course it's never happened, we've never had an, I want to say an apocalypse in my lifetime, Uh, but reverting back to my Previous statement on, you know, my first episode is panic buying. You know, they don't they buy out certain things, but leave the others. And you know, a lot of people when they get into that type of situation, they'll panic buy, uh, or they will loot stores. And most people are so brain dead and so uh, caught up in the media that. They don't loot the essentials that you would need to survive. They're, they're out there, like, looting TVs and stereos and shit like that. That's not going to help you live. That Those are just materialistic things that you can... That anybody on this planet can live without. Um, but, you know, so... Me and my family, we sat down one day. We were just having a good time, you know... Drinking, drinking a couple beers here and there, you know, just BSing about it, you know, my mom said that while everybody's out focused on looting bicycles and TVs and other shit like that, she would. She said that she would go out and get all the medical supplies, which is a fabulous idea because nobody's going to be thinking about it. Uh, grabbing up medical supplies a very select few people will um only the really the only people who would are the people who know how to think calmly inside of a situation as such as that uh like me and my father we both said that we'd be hitting gun stores and places that sell ammo and water purifier uh purifier systems and, st- and just you know just stupid shit you know, we love to joke around and have fun like that. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, joking around like that, they give you a sense of normality, I want to say. You become normal joking around, you know, talking about stuff like that. Because it, it is 2020. You know, anything could happen. We could run into a po- an apocalyptic type situation this month, next month, two years down the road or 40 years down the road, you know, you never know what's going to happen, and to uh, have yourself prepared for such a thing, you know, regardless whether it be, you know, you have all the medical supplies, the medications that you would need, and stuff like that, there's a thousand different things that also come into play, like um, eventually the electricity, the power's gonna go out, you know go out and buy yourself a generator or something, you know, something gas powered, because when shit hits the fan and you know, things go from bad to worse, there's gonna be a lot of cars that are abandoned if you can always go and siphon gas out of, um wood burning, you know, to keep your house heated, you know, if you know how to do that, you could, you can do that, like, my, my father, he, me and him, he knows a lot more about construction than I do, but I do know my fair share, he can do all that, he can set up a wood burning, uh, heater for the house, he knows how to do all that, you know, eventually I will too, you know, I just gotta sit back and take the time to actually learn it, um, but, uh, there's, there's so many things that come into play after you get your essentials, you know, the medical supplies, the stuff that you would need on a daily basis, uh, you know, your toiletries, uh, food, and this, that, and the third. Um, you know, uh, let's, shit, let's think here. You know, once you have all that stuff, you need to start looking at, okay, we, do, we are going to need some form of transportation, uh, so let's have a car, let's have a backup car, or even a backup backup car. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but let's say it was some form of zombie apocalypse, uh, let's throw that out there, and um, Noise would probably attract more to your location, so the quieter the better. Uh, Inside of a situation like that anyways, inside of any form of apocalypse, noise is something that you definitely do not want to generate because you give off your position. Uh, And keeping your position hidden is an amazing and essential thing. It truly is. Um, But in all reality, though, uh, your basic skill set in knowing how to get food for when the stores run out, you know, like hunting, fishing, knowing how to clean a deer properly, you know, storage, definitely going to need something to keep your food nice and cold and stuff like that. Um, just in case something of that nature does happen to where everything is all jacked up and stuff is going out of stock, let's say. So that is definitely something that everybody should learn, to be honest with you, um, Because me, personally, I know how to do everything in that matter. But, you know, there's always more that you can learn. There's definitely more. I'm not going to say there isn't because I don't know everything. My father, he knows so much more than me. My sister, she knows more than me. When it comes to certain things, uh, my sister's in the medical field. So she knows more about medical than I do. My length of knowledge when it comes to medical uh, is just you know your basic first aid for uh, combat situations, for knife wounds, bullet wounds, how to stitch yourself up in the field, um, how to you know properly dress a inju- dress an injury, you know, doing your doing up tourniquets and stuff like that. Um, I am getting better at, you know, learning more essentials that I would need, uh, and then I I implement what I know to my family so that they know how to do it also, um, just in case, you know, because if, you know, sh- shit were to hit the fan, um, I have multiple locations that I know either you know, has a large food supply or is completely self-sustainable. And, you know, so having, you know, multiple backup locations that you can go to, you know, just in case, you know, the location you're at either gets overrun or your defenses fail, you have a backup plan so that you can hurry up, bug out, collect what you need, and get out of there so that, There's no injuries on your part or anybody that's coming with you. But you also want to have a car big enough to carry your things that you would need to take with you and the people that you need to take with you also. Um, So like a van or a truck, something like that. And like I said before, there's going to be multiple... There's gonna be thousands of cars laying on the side of the street, you know, that are abandoned. So, if anything were to break down, you just go find another car just like that and either fix it or just go and take that car. Um, But, like I said, this is all just, you know, imagination. It's all fiction. Uh, Nothing is fact. Um, These are all just generalized ideas that I come up with on a. You know, when I'm just sitting back, relaxing. And I feel like brainstorming and just zoning off. And, you know, like I said, it's fun, you know, at the same time. But it does have a serious point. You know, there is uh, a serious nature behind it. Because anything is possible in this world. So... Like I said, it's better to be prepared and never to need to use anything like that than to not have it and then next thing you know, we're all fucked because we don't have anything that can protect us or we don't have anything prepped and ready to go like we intended. Because we thought that, okay, no, this will never happen in my lifetime, so there's no need for me to get prepared or to have anything, any game plan set up for anything of the nature. And, you know, most most Americans, they go on about their daily lives, you know, go to work, come home, tend to the family, the family dog, what, whatever it is that your daily routine is. But... For the select few people that are open-minded, because I'm going to say that I'm open-minded, I generally would like to assume that I'm open-minded about certain things. Um, We, the people who are open-minded to any form of possibility, we know how things work. You know, we would like to know how things work, and we get ourselves prepared for anything that we need to be able to survive and to protect others in those types of situations but the the majority of the general public who don't know what to do in that type of situation and they've never thought about what could happen in that type of situation uh, they panic a lot so they're not going to be prepared for anything like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, right now, I have general ideas on how to do everything, but I would never implement them until after the fact. Because, one, it draws attention to yourself, you know, the money situations, whatever the excuse may be, you know, I feel that If shit were to hit the fan and I needed to build something on it really quick, I'd be able to do so. I I know the locations of material that I would be able to use uh, to build up a defense perimeter around my area. Um, But the biggest thing is, you know, in that type of scenario, you definitely don't want to be by yourself. I mean, sometimes it's good to be by yourself, but also in the same sense, if you come into a situation where you're outnumbered or something, and you don't have somebody there to have your back, you only have two options there. You know, either fight and end up, you know, meeting the inevitable, or running away, and then you're, if you don't have a backup plan, you're stranded you know, you have to start 100% from scratch, because, you know, you have nothing that you had prepped and ready to go, and, you know, a bug out bag, and all your medical supplies are probably still at that place that has been overrun, um, so, you know, it's fun to think about these things, you know, we joke around about them sometimes, you know, especially me and my friends and my family, we joke around about things like this all the time, but, you know, with me, how my brain works, it's always a serious matter, you know, yeah, we're joking, we're having a good time, we're laughing about it, but how my brain is working is that everything that is being said to me, I'm always figuring out, okay, if that goes wrong, what can I do to make it better, or... How can we fix it, or what's the backup plan going to be? Uh, those are the general things that you need to, you know, buff out. You know, whenever you're prepping for such a thing, you know, you always want to have plan A, B, C, and D, just in case you know something don't work out. In the same sense, you have a backup plan. Backup plans. They're annoying, they take forever, you know, especially getting the you know the details, the fine details down packed, but they're so once it's all said and done and you have them all, it's a sense of relief because now you don't have to worry about it, you don't have to stress about having a backup plan or a backup location to go to just in case this one falls. It's already established. You know, and as you're establishing uh, your second location, you want to also establish at the same time your defenses around that that your second area, your second location of go. Um, So, like I said, it's a sense of relief once it's over and done with, and everything's all mapped out and planned, and this and the third. Uh, but basic skills also come into play with that, you know, you, you definitely gotta have some form of cardio. You can't just, you know, have absolutely zero cardio and think you're going to be able to run 20, you know, a mile and a half to your next location because you, you don't have a car or anything, you know, and some people, yeah, that is possible. Don't get me wrong. It's not, uh, but try doing that with an extra 30 pounds of gear and equipment on your back. You know, I've done it. And let me tell you something. It is, the, it is hard. It is hard. Feels like I was held underwater for 20 fucking minutes. It's fucking hard and it's tiring. Uh, but my cardio is not where I want it to be. And sadly to say, I have to admit that. But that's okay because, you know, in that type of situation where I would have to bug out, I'm ready. You know, I can go for a while, but I wouldn't be able to go forever. You know, nobody can go forever. Um, But like I said, when you're carrying an extra 30 pounds of gear and or, you know, a book bag full of stuff that you would need. Um, that's weighing you down, so you're gonna get tired a lot faster. So, working on your cardio with that stuff you know attached to you it builds everything up, you know. Um, but like I said, a lot of people aren't prepared. I mean, I'm not completely 100% prepared, nobody can be completely 100% prepared because there's always something that you can do to either make your situation better or to make your plan a lot better. Um you just got to find it. You know, I many times I've told people, you know, and I t- I tell people this all the time, I tell myself this all the time. No matter what situation you're in, there's always a way out. You just got to find it. And You know, I I stick by that saying, you know, because it's true. I, I find myself coming back to that saying all the time because I find myself doing it all the time. You know, whether it be in my everyday life, outside of work or at work. You know, at work, I get myself into a situation inside of a trailer and I think to myself, okay, I'm stuck in a situation. Let's find the way out. You know, and it's, it's never a bad situation at work. It's just, you know, when you're loading trucks and trying to keep up with everything, you start getting a little overwhelmed, you know. And, and that's how it would be when it becomes, when it comes down to the prepping aspect of an apocalyptic type scenario. Uh, you become overwhelmed extremely fast. So you have to take a step back, take a deep breath, clear your mind, and try and find a solution for the situation that you're in. Um, you know, whether you know the situation be you know planning an escape route or planning defenses uh, around a perimeter to where you're being held up at. Um, those are the things that you generally would want to have either written down or something that you practice on a daily basis in your mind, so that when things do happen, you have all these ideas stuck in your head, and now you have the opportunity to let them fly, um, and that's always the, that's always the key point, is letting your ideas fly when, you know, things happen, um, you know, thank God that none of my, you know, I defense ideas that I have, you know, stored in my, my chaotic brain, um, I've never had to bring them up, you know, thank God, I, you know, we've never ran into a situation like that in the U.S. Um, to where defenses like that are needed, you know, God forbid, They never do arise in my lifetime or in any lifetime, for that matter. Uh, I would never want to see, you know, fellow Americans or the youth that are growing up in America today have to go through something like that, you know. But it is an inevitable truth that it is a possibility of some form of catastrophic event happening. So you still want to be prepared, whether it be, you know, like I said, the zombie apocalypse or if Yellowstone Volcano, you know, which is a super volcano, if that volcano erupted, it would be uh, catastrophic for the U.S. Um, it would be completely um, destructive in nature. Uh, because Yellowstone is such a massive volcano that, you know, it would, when it would erupt. Now, this is just coming from, you know, my research on Yellowstone because I have done it. Um, I think it was two or maybe even three years ago, we had a situation at Yellowstone to where they thought that it could erupt. So, me and a few of my friends, we sat down and we, got game plan set up just in case Uh, but I was doing research on it and the magnitude on the eruption that is predicted would essentially be like a nuclear bomb going off Uh, it would be that powerful if not even more powerful because like I said it is a super volcano Uh, it's one of the biggest volcanoes I do believe in the U.S. I'm not... Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but in my general opinion and the things that I've seen, you know, with it being a super volcano, that it is big enough to cause an apocalyptic-type nature uh, scenario. Uh, but generally, I would... Ne- I would never, um, there's really nothing you can do to st- to prep for something like that, you know, whether it be the ash fall or the, the lava or anything else of the fact, you know, because it'd be so catastrophic. Anything that could happen on an apocalyptic state of nature is catastrophic in you know, we can prep all we want, but when shit hits the fan and it's that time to go, most people, their minds go blank when it comes to that, uh, and I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, my mind goes blank all the time, I get in, you know, in, into a situation at work or something like that, and my mind completely dumps, so... I lose all train-a-thon, and I'm like, oh shit, how do I get myself out of this one now? Because everything that I've trained for, it's not adapted to loading trucks or anything like that. Um, but, you know, like I said, a lot of people's minds are going to go blank, and they're going to panic, and they're not going to know what to do or... And by the time their brain does cool down and they start relaxing a little bit and they actually get their wits about them, um, generally it's too late. You know, it's almost too late to do anything about it. So you know, you really gotta train your mind. You know, and it it's almost impossible to. I'm not gonna say it's almost impossible. But it's extremely hard to train your mind for a scenario like that when it's never happened. You know what I'm saying? It's extremely hard to prepare yourself mentally for that type of situation. Because like I just said, it's never happened. So if it's never happened, how do you truly get yourself mentally prepared? You could have all the things in the world you know you could have a perimeter set up you can have defenses out the yin yang you can have medical food field you know you can have medical supplies food water this and the third all set up but how in the hell do you per- get yourself mentally prepared to do whatever it is that you need to do whenever that time comes it's, it's really almost impossible uh, to do such a thing And, you know, that's where the true test comes into play, is that how will you react when shit hits the fan and you have to do something about it, because you have no choice? Uh, Are you going to panic? Are you going to be fine? Or are you going to make a mistake that, you know will be catastrophic on your end those are the things that you really got to think about me personally um I feel that if shit did go down in that nature you know whether it be a zombie apocalypse or or Yellowstone blowing up or a viral outbreak or something like of that nature um yeah, my mind would start racing, my mind would panic. Um, but at the same time, I would have to, you know, wake back up to reality and really think that there are people that, you know, might be counting on me, you know, like my family and everything. They would count on me in that type of situations because I'm, n- I wouldn't say I'm more knowledgeable than them in that situation. But, I've done enough brainstorming, more than them, on the top, on the topic, you know, um, I've done my fair share of research when it comes to home defense, inside of, you know, an apocalyptic state, nature, whatever the hell you want to call it, but I've done my fair share of research on it. So... Like I said, though, to me, it's fun doing such a thing. It's fun sitting back and just brainstorming and joking about it. Um, You know, because, like I said, God forbid if they were to to happen in the U.S. or anywhere on the planet, for that matter. uh, Because... I don't... I don't want to say, you know people are completely stupid because we're not. We're humans. We're all going to make mistakes. It's human nature for us to make mistakes. Um, But being able to man up and correct those mistakes is the biggest thing when it comes to um, an apocalyptic type situation. Is Knowing that you're going to make mistakes, let's just make sure that these mistakes aren't crucial and vital to your survival or anybody else's survival in that nature. Um, but on that note, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sign off here for a little bit. I'm going to go do some research and everything for um, another show so that you guys have more content to listen to. Um, like I said, if you guys have any ideas, feel free to shoot them out to me, and I'll get your guys' content out to you as fast as I possibly can. Uh, I'm probably, like I said before, I'm probably gonna try and do at least two to three videos a weekend, every weekend, if not every other weekend, uh, depending on my schedule, uh, cause I do work midnights, so... It's hard for me to stay up during the day and do research. I generally, when I get home from work, I only I probably stay up for maybe an hour or two, and then I go to sleep so that I can be refreshed and ready to go for the next night. Um, but I will, if you guys do shoot me uh, messages on anything, to for a video or a show that you guys want done let me know either you know find me on on Facebook or send me a message on here and I will gladly do some research for you guys so that we could I can do a show on just your topic alone um, and I'll even give you a shout out um, on here if I do uh, do your your subject, I'll I'll give you a shout out so that uh, everybody knows that you're the one who came up with this um, general topic for us to talk about today, Um, but on that note, I hope you guys have a beautiful day, and as I said before, God bless America.